Welcome to this Bioforum podcast. I am joined by Brian Dole and Brent Woodard of BMS, a company that leverages the reach and resources of a major pharmaceutical company paired with the entrepreneurial spirit and agility of a biotech firm to deliver innovative medicines for patients with serious and life-threatening diseases. Brian is the Executive Director of Digital Innovation with over 20 years experience in science, technology and supply chain, working across both sides of the contract manufacturing organisation interface. Brian delivered and implemented clinical integrated business planning at Celgene and led the creation of inventory control and release applications. Brent Woodard is Director of Data and Digital Transformation at BMS. Brent has over 10 years of biopharmaceutical, medical device and consumer products industry experience. Prior to joining BMS, Brent was at Amgen, where he was responsible for redesigning the organization's supply chain strategy around emerging digital trends, operationalizing its supply chain digital program governance and leading multiple programs to implement new digital tools and processes along Amgen's supply chain. So, Brian, Brent, thank you for talking to me today. Um, with the pharma supply chain being highly externalised, what challenges does this bring? Hi, Nettie. Uh, thanks for the question. Um, it brings a number of challenges, um, and our company, as many, have externalised supply chains. We also have internal supply chains as well. And the difference that we see is that we're really unable to get that real-time access to data within our CMOs. So we're unable to see what's happening. We're unable to uh, react to the changes that are occurring within those CMOs in, in a uh, efficient way. Uh, and what we end up handling that through is, is manual processes um, to exchange data and, and status, um, and it slows down our overall process and our ability to react to change. Um, so we've seen that over the last uh, couple of years, especially as we've been moving through, um, especially the, reacting to COVID, um, and the changing supply chains, and it's become more and more important um, as we're looking to increase the speed of delivery for our products to patients. Yeah, and I would build on that by adding that if you think about the different permutations and relationships that are created as more CMOs are added into the network, the number of requirements from a data and digital standpoint grows exponentially. And as you start to try to scale against that large number of requirements, um, really the only reliable way to do that is through technology. And the challenge in doing that is balancing all of those different requirements across a large set of stakeholders. So different CMOs work in different systems, which have different data formats. Brand owners like BMS have their own set of requirements. Reconciling all of that to come to a homogenous solution has proven pretty challenging so far for the industry but at the same time offers a, a very unique opportunity in the future uh, for the industry to come together and develop a, a sustainable solution. I think that's a, that's a really good point, Brent. And I think the um, what we've um, understood as we've moved through this journey is that there's many sponsor companies in the industry. And as we know, dozens or hundreds of CMOs and solution vendors all attempting to solve for this same problem. Um, and yeah, the point-to-point -point discussions um, and the point-to-point -point solutions end up with a lot of inefficiencies and a lot of waste, uh, a lot of waste of time um, and, and money and resources. Uh, and it's difficult for people to prioritize uh, the work needed to make this happen when we're just talking one-on-one -on -one with each other. So um, I think that's really one of the, the big challenges we've come across is that 
Um, there's different visions for what they should look like. Um, sponsor companies, CMOs, vendors all have their own view for what, what is important. Um, and without having something which would be standard for us, I think we could actually build on a, on, a, on a kind of standard across the industry. That's where we really struggle with trying to get speed and actually delivering on the promise. Um, I think what we really believe is that there's there's a big promise built into here in terms of the ability to um, create seamless integration between organizations to help increase the speed to market. Um, and also reduce the costs associated with you know, producing pharmaceutical products. And ultimately, the, the intent of all that is to ensure that we help patients get the drugs that they need. Um, and that's really our main focus is to make those things happen. And how would industry collaboration help address these? So I think one of the ways to think about this is it's a bit of an existential issue for the industry right it's as brian mentioned it's not a one-to-one -one, or something that can be solved through a one-to-one -one working relationship between one sponsor company and one cmo um in the past other examples of issues that have um, proven to be industry-wide such as serialization for example have required um, more of a consortium type approach where the industry has come together around uh, a, a common platform and built on top of that platform so that is still absent in this uh, in this environment. I would say there are um, bits and pieces of multiple organizations, CMOs, sponsor companies coming together to work in in, um, in partnership to solve and address to try to address some of these issues. But in totality, as an industry, there really is not a platform yet um, to address some of this. And I think you know Brian has familiarity in the clinical space. There are some good examples in the clinical space of how clinical trial data is shared across different organizations, and different stakeholders in that space, which could be used as benchmarks potentially in the uh, commercial manufacturing space. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think we've, we've seen that the, the standards that have, that have been uh, developed and delivered and implemented within the, uh, within the clinical trial space, kind of more on the regulatory data side um, and, and have been driven in some part out of Europe, uh, in terms of regulatory requirements, have really enabled companies to look for a standard method and a standard way of actually sharing information with regulators and then actually enabling each other to kind of have a common understanding of, of, of information. Um, and it's been mainly driven by the regulatory authorities requiring uh, certain data elements and certain structures um, to, allow, to allow us to file uh, for, um, for approvals, um, but also we found that the uh, the ability to have a standard structure of in sharing information with with the regulators um, is also helpful to the industry as a whole. We, we talk a common language, we talk about common data, um, and it's then much more easy to move between um, different vendors, different technologies, um, and it becomes less important around um, who may be delivering something because you know what you need to deliver. So you're enabling um, a faster speed uh, of, of um, implementation um, while creating flexibility to uh, to sponsor companies, to regulators and to vendors whilst we do that. Um, and I think just one last thing in there, um, one of the um, one of the opportunities that we looked at um, within our company uh, was what we thought was a relatively simple solution. Uh, we were going to pilot with one vendor around uh, batch records. Um, and we have 
both on the sponsor side and also on the vendor side, a large amount of staff who are tied up creating paper records, um, updating them, sending them backwards and forwards between the organizations, verifying the information on them. Um, and then they remain in that paper documentation. Um, and they're digital documents, they're, they're in PDFs, but nonetheless, um, it still requires someone to read, analyze, and act on that information. Um, and that opportunity to try and improve that process was a very uh, difficult activity um, because the, the vendor organization who was uh, dealing with us at that time had other priorities. Um, they were looking to you know, scale up for, for new products that were coming onto the market. They were looking to um, go through, as most of us do, uh, integrations of organizations, um, and it didn't become a, uh, a priority for them because we had a working model. Was it the best model? It wasn't. Um, but so I think back on your original question around how does industry collaboration help that, um, that really allows us to have a common understanding, a common language that we can use uh, when we're talking to each other um, and a common set of expectations. Um, there's always going to be some vari there's always going to be variety, there's always going to be variance. Uh, we know, you know that there, there's the opportunity for that, but at least gives us a starting point to move on from that. And what benefits do you want to take from collaboration in Bioforum? So I think there's some not um, I would say there's some core benefits and as well there's some some knock on benefits as well. I think the the core benefit of trying to address this from more of an industry uh, standardization or platform approach um, is really aligning to one set of data and digital requirements that all industry participants can drive towards to plug into a broader um, network. Additionally to that, as Brian mentioned, you have so many resources inside CMOs and sponsor companies today working through paper documentation, manipulating spreadsheets, reading through batch records manually. All of that um, employee energy could be repurposed towards issues and problems that are currently not being addressed, um, a lot of which could go towards things like development, um, things like bringing drugs to market faster, reducing costs, right? All things that in the end would have um, sustainable benefits to the patient. So um, it's really the opportunity cost of what we're not addressing as a result of having to put so much effort into, um, you know, this manual collaboration that exists in this space today, I would say. Yeah, I think that's, that's great points, Brent. And I think what we've seen is, is when we're able to actually uh, ingest that information and, uh, and I'll give you a, a worked example we have where we have the IRT data, so the, so the information response technology data that we take from a number of vendors with, uh, across our uh, clinical portfolio and bring that data into um, BMS. We find that we have a treasure trove of data that helps not just the supply chain, it helps many groups across the company make different decisions. It opens up a data that they can use around decision making, which wasn't available to them before or, or may have been, but it was segmented into individual studies, individual vendors. So we now have the, the ability to bring that into one place and actually make better decisions faster and have a holistic view of our overall landscape as opposed to looking at point solutions. Now, there's not a, we don't have the, the, uh, the CMO 
standards in place across that, you know, we still as a company have solved for that with those individual vendors. But it's one of those points that allows us to imagine what could be if we could start to use that as an example where we go and work with our partners across the industry and we come across like what what do we all want to have as common data that we can share with our with our internal groups and at some point external groups um because as you democratize some of this um you can start to understand what's really um information which is proprietary to you and that which is more um, is going to help for the faster development um, of, of products. Um, and I think as we look at this, it opens up this opportunity for us to have those very open conversations with our partner organizations and our vendor space. And I think everyone really wants to move this. So we've seen a lot of energy in some of the conversations we've had across Bioform around this. Um, and it's really kind of, it's trying to find that um, the opportunity to come together and have that conversation. Um, and I think lastly, one thing I want to ask in here, uh, state in here is around, it really gives us the ability um, to drive accountability um, on both sides of the relationship. So um, we really want to see these as partnerships. And I think as an organization, we want to work very closely with our, with our external organizations. And it's important that we do that. Um, so we really want to, put ourselves on a level playing field. So very open, transparent uh, approaches to information and sharing of information. Um, and I think we've, we've used the words information and data a lot through this conversation, but it's all about building trust. It's all about increasing speed. It's all about um, being able to empower people with that information, I think. And as we've seen that, it transforms conversations that people have. Um, so I'd love to walk away from the collaboration with the ability to really start that conversation um, and then take it to a point where uh, we can start implementing it and start trying out some of those test cases and, and seeing how we can develop that as, as a as an industry. Um, because I think as what Brent said, you know, we've seen through serialization um, that there's opportunities there where we're required to do these kind of things. We've seen it on the clinical data side in terms of study execution regulatory filings so let's try and take it a step further let's look at that information that we have in supply chains how can we then use that as a group and as a as a, as a consortium to really drive that forwards thank you to both brian and brent for talking to me today bioforum supply chain to patient is enabling companies like bms to collaborate build benchmarks and toolkits and work together to identify the technology that will meet the challenges to advance and accelerate their rate of progress against the goal set if your company would like to join the conversation, you can contact us by emailing info at bioforum.com.